Hey, man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week, we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Follow us on all social media platforms at Rock News Weekly for our quick one-minute weekly update videos. And please give the episode a five-star rating if you enjoy the episode. Now on to this week's episode. Let's kick it off. It's time for another episode of the Rock News Weekly Podcast. This week, uh, let me pull this up here. Uh, This week of January 10th, 2022, Season 4, Episode number 2. This is our first uh, live go on Twitch, so thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, We're going to try this out and see how it goes. Um, So uh, feedback is welcome. We always appreciate it. Um, All right, so let's get to this week's news. Uh, David Bowie estate reportedly sells his catalog for upwards of $250 million, guys. We're going to talk about that. Lawsuit accusing Nirvana of sexual exploitation is dismissed in court. Tom Morello says he recorded music from his latest solo album on his iPhone because he doesn't know how to use his own studio. What's up with that? Uh, Radiohead's Tom York, Johnny Greenwood have a new band and new single out this week, plus this week in music history trivia, weekly WTF, and so much more. But let's get to our intros first real quick. Let's introduce everybody. I'm Chris. Uh, I've been doing this stuff in radio for a long time uh, here in Central California, and we decided to do a podcast with it, uh, with all this stuff. These are some of my good friends, George, as well as Charles. What's up, guys? Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Uh, we got lots of things to talk about this week, so let's get to it. Don't forget, for $3.99 a month, you guys can uh, subscribe on our Anchor FM page, or you guys can use your uh, Twitch Prime here for free. You don't have to pay anything. Use your Twitch Prime. Link it up. If you guys got Amazon Prime account, you can get a free subscription to any Twitch channel out there every month. It doesn't cost you a thing, so make sure you guys link that up and drop it here if you like. Uh, we are also on Google Podcast, Amazon Audible. However you guys get your podcast, just search for us. Just type in Rock News Weekly. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the same, at Rock News Weekly. We're on nine different platforms out there, however you guys get your podcast. So. But, but you know what? You know what? For three ninety nine a month, you can listen to our amazing commercials. That's right. That we have, right? So even though you can watch this on Twitch... You can't hear all those amazing fucking commercials. That's true. We that we, we, we produce our own weird yeah. and strange commercials that yeah. uh, probably not everybody gets, but mm-hmm. some people do, and they really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So that's definitely you get. What un- do you mean they're not real? <laughs> that's true. Well, wow. That's that's it, right. Well, I'm I mean, late to the party, I suppose. Crow's milk <laughs> is not an actual thing you can buy in the I store. I ordered some, and it came. <laughs> it Crow's arrived milk. at my door. Crow's milk. Ball Shit. Jack, okay. Chicken Marrow Nubbins. I need to actually see some of this stuff. We need to get some products now that we got a, a thing. We can hold them up. Yeah. Chicken Marrow Nubbins, all that cool stuff. We have badass uh, product I designs. I know. Yeah, we got to do we it. Have a, we have a good graphic designer uh, with us. Uh, so we're going to debut yeah. all that stuff as we uh, kind of get used to the Twitch scene and uh, YouTube and all that stuff in the new year here. And try and uh, give you guys another way to listen to the podcast, you know, mm-hmm. and give you some visual medium of what we're talking about some pizzazz that's some right pizzazz. so so look at here we got the um the the new music that's coming out this coming friday on the 14th of january we got blood red shoes bonobo broken social scene cat power elvis costello and the imposters 
uh, Orlando Weeks, Lumineers, and Under Oath. Cat Power. Anything standing out for you guys on those? I mean, Elvis Costello for me, that one's that's a pretty good one. Elvis, Cat Power, I, yeah. I enjoy as well. I, I'd be curious to see or hear rather what exactly she's covering. It yeah, it says it's a covers album. Uh, so we'll have to see on that. Uh, it's out coming out on Friday. So I, I, we mentioned Blood Red Shoes the past three three podcasts. So I'm like yeah. very interested on in what what they are. Yeah, I know, right? I haven't yeah. heard it. the album's called Ghosts on Tape. We'll have to see if they're like some weird like German mystic <laughs> like <laughs> twisted kind of art band. They could be. Yeah, they could be. Um, all right, let me pull up my chat just so we guys uh, we can we can watch. The chat with you guys because I, I don't have the chat ready uh, so let me uh, pull this up the yeah. first chat question is who the fuck are you yeah guys? who the fuck are these guys yeah, and What's he's, wrong he's with just you? switched to Sanka so have a heart what what's going on surprise Right here. The next chat oh. question is. I've been watching online and I get to have the privilege she's... to come on in <laughs> and bless you guys with my presence. What's up, Rock Shows? Rock, Rock, Rock News, News Weekly. Weekly listeners. Yep, yep. Yes, what's, what's up? up? Miss D Hold making on. her appearance. Miss D. Yep. The next good chat time. question is Who the fuck is that lady? I know. Like, who's that lady? What is she doing? Who's that lady? Like, she's like 20. <laughs> she's like. Oh, You're a teenager. Right. You're a teenager for all they know. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, Chris is married to a teenager. <laughs> well, oh, actually, a legal teenager. A legal teenager. Let's let's not go there. <laughs> all right, but check it out. Let's get to the rock news this week. David Lee Roth, uh, rock in Vegas. Nice. No, he's not because the entire tour has been canceled. I mean, not uh, nice. he cancels in his entire Las Vegas residency. It was supposed to be happening on New Year's Eve. Mm. Uh, just not happening. He made a statement about it. He said on Thursdays, well, excuse me, on Thursday, Roth's uh, reps announced he was pushing his New Year's Eve and New Year's Day shows to February, and uh, it just they canceled them altogether. They said due to unforeseen circumstances related to COVID, uh, out of an abundance of caution for those working attending the shows, the announcement said refunds will be automatically processed. But I think these were one of the examples of, like, they, they tried to – come running out of the gate in 2022 thinking everybody was ready to go yeah and i don't think everybody was ready that first week of january no 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 and what do you guys think yeah it's it's uh uh it makes sense i mean and this was his like kind of response to gene simmons anyway right like kind of because kiss had a run in vegas that was supposed to happen and so dave lee roth he was kind of doing his thing where he's like, well, I'll play Vegas, too, at the same time. Yeah. And yeah. I'll do my farewell tour while Kiss is doing their kind of Vegas thing. Yeah. And yeah. so it kind of turned into a pissing contest a between the guys. year farewell yeah. tour. Yeah. And, and and since Kiss, since they're one of their, um, like, their roadies uh, passed away of COVID, and COVID kind of ran rampant in their camp for a minute, for him to do the responsible thing is, you know, it's, it's, it's a big deal. It is, and that's yeah, a good cool. point. Uh, yeah. And Paul Stanley's entire family's got COVID, apparently, uh, from KISS. And so it's like the whole KISS crew had a really rough go at it. They yeah. tried to make that farewell tour work, and it just didn't work out for them. Yeah, You know who actually I have a little tip of the hat and respect for in that regard was Def Leppard and Motley Crue. Oh, okay. They could have done that tour. It was supposed to be Motley Crue's farewell tour as right. well. Yeah. And they didn't. And they were like, no, we're just going to wait. You know, and yeah, kind of yeah. wait till the times are right. Kiss tried to push it through, and then look what happened. 
one of their all-time, the dude who says, you wanted the best, you got the best for 30, 40 fucking years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Died from COVID. Yeah. I mean, if that doesn't ring home with people, you know, like how, how this is really affecting people, it's like, it's pretty gnarly. Oh, so. yeah. Super, yeah, well, it's yeah. super responsible that he's doing that. And look at look at uh, David Lee Roth. I mean, he looks he great. He looks hella good. I mean, that's a, a recent photo of him. Yeah. The dude's, you know, he's having a great time. What is he like? Maybe 68. Disputed. He's like 133. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he's easily over 70. He drinks easily the blood of, I don't know, little premature bats or something well, I mean, he that got stays to. young. Right. It's either he bats got or it children. He got it from Ozzy. You know, yeah. that's Ozzy's thing. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. All right, well, uh, tour's canceled. Look at this funny... Uh, I thought this photo was so funny. They tried to pick a picture of John Mayer looking, like, totally sickly. Like, he's all like, Oh, God, yeah, I can barely yeah. play my guitar. Uh, he canceled... The Dead & Company had to cancel their tour as well. Uh, 24 hours before the kickoff. This is right, like, the day before they had to cancel the, the tour, which yeah. is, like, pretty fucked up when you think about it. These people are going to a destination festival... In Cancun, Mexico. Yeah. And they canceled the show less than 24 hours before the date. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah. I mean, you got your hotel booked. You're on the oh, flight. Yeah. You're like on the flight. Hey, everything's good. It's the day of the festival. Yeah. It's 24 hours. You know, they have, I haven't heard a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get a uh, an email like, oh, sorry, guys. You know what's crazy? All the concerts that I've been to, and I, God, I can't even count how many concerts I've been to, but I've never been, I've never uh, had one canceled on me. Not once. It's so weird. Really? Yeah, not once. No kidding. I've ever had a, a, a concert canceled on me. Well, Very strange. This is this is the year for that. It uh, is. It's it's happening well, everywhere. I mean, I, I'm not really like besides I know, maybe like one or two concerts in 2022. Like I wasn't really thinking that a lot of them would go on. Like I figured a lot of them would pull out of it. You know, with the Omicron really kind of jumping up and the numbers kind of going crazy. It just right. it made sense. So I wouldn't be really like particularly put out. If uh if if I had a concert to go to and it was canceled, yeah, that's the way it put, is. I'm gonna put this like just subtly in the background Ooh, for us. How about that? Some sahifa. Yeah, I would say. All right, so check this out. Uh, David Bowie just sold his entire catalog for 250 million dollars. Is the reported amount? Nice. Uh, it's actually not an official uh, reported amount because it's a private deal. Uh, but this is what uh, some insiders have been speculating is is what they did they did the deal for. <clears throat> so this day and age, we've been seeing. I don't know about you guys if you've been noticing past couple years, artists selling their entire catalog. Oh yeah, sure. yeah. Um, it seems yeah. to be this is the way that people are making their money back in a digital era. Yeah, where they're not getting what they should for streaming. Yeah, right. That's Bob true. Dylan only got like four mil. No, well, he got like I think his was close to a hundred million. Was it? Yeah, Bob Dylan was like ninety million or something like that. But Motley Crue got more than him. Oh yeah, yeah. And Motley Crue got over a hundred, like hundred million or more, and Bob Dylan got like eighty or ninety million. And I was thinking, how does Bob Dylan's catalog get less than Motley Crue? Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah. But then again, it's like Motley Crue's a little more marketable, right? A little yeah. more commercial. You could see that on a Dodge Ram commercial. Yeah, right? you know, kickstart my heart or some shit. Bob Dylan, you're not gonna <laughs> see that on right. Like I don't know, even David like Bowie. I mean, Let's yeah, dance. I don't know David Bowie too, right? Yeah, for sure. What? If you've been following, well, there. I mean, even in even with among fans of classic rock in general, an average classic rock fan knows 
Yeah, I know eight or nine Dylan songs, and half of those are covered by the birds. Yeah, <laughs> right. Unless you've been exposed to him, like, I'm way undereducated on Dylan. No, yeah, me too. I'll admit, I'm not like a huge Dylan uh, aficionado. I, I do appreciate everything he's done. And I respect him. Yeah. And there's no doubting. But there his, are some uh, hardcore Dylan fans, right? Oh, of like, course. That are very, like, he's he was the guy, right? Oh, sure. yeah. He was, like, the best songwriter uh, of all time. Well, anyway, David Bowie, he's up there. Uh, and he's he just sold his entire catalog for 250 million. I think that's awesome. Dude, I, and, and like Jordan and I were just talking about this. Like David Bowie, we're just talking about like the Starman, and like oh, yeah. Jordan was talking about like this concert that he went to, like back the, in the Shoreline. Day. Like David you Bowie? went, George. You like did it. like the best show okay. uh, ever. Well, he had just at that point he was licensing his catalog to Ryko Disc. Okay. Who was a company that was doing mainly like reissues of things that had gone out of print and, you know, some maybe some fusion jazz or things like that. And so um, he toured to, to support essentially the re-release of every album from, you no know, kidding. The, from the, the first album in 69 all the way up to like Never Let Me Down in 86. Well, and I heard the latest release, um, it was uh, Toy uh, toy Box Set, mm. and it's called Toy Box, and mm. it's uh, from that album 2001's Toy, I think, uh, okay. uh, that came out, and it's a box set, and it's a 20th anniversary mm. that just came out actually on Friday, so you guys are Bowie fans, and check this Definitely. out. The Bowie celebration was this past Saturday. You guys are hearing this on Monday. But this past Saturday um, was a Bowie celebration with all these amazing musicians that were here from all types of uh, bands. I mean, oh, yeah. Duran Look Duran. Look at Gary Oldman. Def Leppard. Yeah, Gary Oldman, uh, Rob Thomas, um, Ricky Gervais, Evan Rachel Wood, uh, all kinds of uh, artists paid tribute to David Bowie. It would have been his 75th birthday, guys. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty Drag. awesome. Um, been and like I was saying, Bowie's long, birthday. unissued 2001 album, Toy, is released now it's called toy box and it's available in three cd or a six by ten vinyl version wow. so i'm reading now i'm reading now that uh that bob dylan sold his catalog for 300 million. Oh shit yeah so that's a lot more than we i remember when yeah. we first reported this when we talked okay about well it, then that makes a lot a more lot sense that makes yeah. a lot more sense 300 million makes a lot more it's sense. it's interesting how the cell phone has done for uh these sorts of conversations i know right what the, yeah. guinness, the what the guinness book used to be i know to settle things in a bar Encyclopedia. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah how many book. chips can i fit in my mouth <laughs> yeah all right check this out guys look at that guy i know look at him uh the so he's he's not too happy <laughs> his lawsuit is being dismissed so yeah. spencer eldon that's this fucking guy uh, he's the naked baby on the cover of Nirvana's mm -hmm. 1991 album, Nevermind. He was the one that was suing the band. Uh, it was dismissed by the judge. Um, so he was seeking $150,000. Not going to happen. So he yeah. has until January 13th to submit an amended complaint. Yeah. So yeah, I hope yeah. he doesn't. You know, you. You know you. what's interesting? He was suing for $150,000. Yeah. I'll bet he could have called Grohl said, dude, can you just give me $150,000 so I can buy a house or whatever? Yeah, yeah. And he would have probably said, here you go. Yeah, like, hey, man, I'm really <laughs> yeah. hard up. My parents were kind of scummy. Uh, you know, I didn't get a good run at it. Uh, and try and be cool about it. 
Yeah, you're right. It probably would have been better because Dave Grohl's a pretty cool guy. And oh, yeah. It seems like if it would have been a genuine request, he would have fulfilled that, right? Yeah. But instead of trying to do this kind of like, I'm taking you to court, motherfucker, and do this whole thing. Right. Uh, yeah. Just the man that. with the nevermind tattoo who's yeah. now decided he's been exploited. Now he's uh, so traumatized. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, look right. at him. It's his feelings. Maybe they're genuine. I, can, I don't know. I can't judge his feelings. No, and you're but right. But it does seem silly. But the judge ain't hearing it. So, yeah. not happening. All right, check this out. All right, uh, let's uh, pause the music for a second because I want to show you guys the new Tom York band that's called The Smile. And, George, I think you would like this. Is that Greenwood in the middle? Yeah, Johnny Greenwood as well as uh, Tom York. It's called The Smile. Let me um, go to where I have it on. Uh, uh, Dolly was saying there's no music. No music. Okay. Let me Let me see here. Let's double check that. I can make some music if you want. Hold on. You can. No. no you can beatbox. A little toe no. tapping. No. Ding I don't have one. I'll just imitate. <laughs> the mouth harp. Okay. Mm. I like it. I like it already. Nice. I love it already. So what do you guys think? I think it's cool because it, it doesn't sound like Radiohead, uh, for uh, one. Yeah. I mean, I know we were just talking about show cancellations, but it's like, I'd love to hear this at uh, the Warfield. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know, right? He would kill it in a small venue with this, this band. This is, like, going on my playlist, like, now. This is the only single. There's no album yeah. that's out yet. Yeah. It's the only one that's out right now. Oh, this is great. All right, cool. You know, this entire song is about Scott Tennerman, right? Who? Scott Tennerman. Who's that? Oh, uh, Scott Tennerman must die. You guys, have you ever seen that South Park episode? Radiohead no. does a does this very a very rare uh, little cameo in there. Scott Tennerman must die. You gotta no. check it out. I had no For idea. For those of you who have seen it in our in our audience, um, Scott Tennerman must die is one of the greatest South Park episodes ever. Nice. Well, I'm gonna have to go check it out. Oh yeah. Uh, all right. The smile. So that was we just heard them. Uh, they they announced three shows, three different time zones. Outside the UK, uh, unfortunately, we're not going to get to see anything here in the U.S. on uh, our our side of the pond here. Uh, but it's all in the London and stuff like uh, stuff like that. So, 
Check it out if you guys are interested. I thought it was a pretty cool band from Tom York. Definitely Heck different. Yeah. Nice. Lalo's watching right now, and I bet you uh, anything, he's like, why the fuck don't they know who Scott Tennerman is? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. It's a travesty. Yeah, yeah. And now a message from one of our sponsors. When you're about to saddle up and tread that rusty terrain, you need a brand of drink you can rely on. And when you reach across to grab that drink from your compadre, on that dusty trail, it's better be something that's made from the heart. And when you open up that mix of taurine and tiger's tears, know that Balljack is there with you. Hell yeah! America. Balljack has been disputedly bringing its tasty, energizing mix to the mouths of dusty trailblazers like you since 1863. You're goddamn right! Don't leave your dusty trailmate hanging. Reach over and grab his ball jack. He's waiting for you to quench that dusty trailblazing thirst with his ball jack. Woo! Ball Great. jack, the drink of dusty trailblazers. Reach for it today. Well, if you guys are in the chat, uh, let us know. Give us a like and a follow here. We're going to actually create a page for the Rock News Weekly Podcast on Twitch that'll be separate from my uh, personal account that we can have for Rock News Weekly only, and it'll be kind of our channel. We could do our thing every week, so stay tuned for that. We'll keep you guys updated. Um, all right, so Tom Morello saying that he recorded his new solo album on his iPhone, basically, because nice. he doesn't know how to use his home studio. He told a interview with Guitar World, he said, for the first four months or so of the pandemic, I was absolutely adrift. You know, I have a nice studio in my house, but I don't know how to work it. Like, I don't know how to move any of the buttons around, so I'm like, I'm not going to be able to play shows, I'm not going to be able to record music, and despite his lack of studio knowledge, Morello managed to release two solo projects mm. during the pandemic, The Atlas Underground Fire and The Atlas Underground Flood, in addition to an EP with the Bloody Beat Roots. He says he figured out how to get around the studio issue by taking a cue from none other than Kanye West. He says, quote, I was reading an interview where Kanye said he was recording the vocals to a couple of his big hits. Uh, using the voice memo on his phone. So I did that. I set my phone up on a little folding chair. My laptop's open so I can have the BPMs in my ear or whatever. And the phone is balanced on the edge of the laptop on the chair facing the amp. So nice. How do you think, you know, what do you think about that now that, I mean, this is the way some of the artists are recording their stuff these days. And it's just a testament to the technology too, right? The quality of this stuff. Shit, man. Elliot Smith recorded like either or like on an eight track or something. Is like, this the version? Is this the digital beautiful. version of a tape, uh, like your personal tape recorder? Yeah, yeah, it seems recording like it. on your yeah. iPhone. Yeah, real, real, real kind of basic shit. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell you from my own experience. Uh, I've been using GarageBand. I'm a latecomer to it, and uh, I've been more successful using it to write and compose and demo things than any of the tape era four tracks that I was trying to use in the late 80s and early 90s. Right. Yeah. And the rig that I bought with a interface in 2000, it was a Pro Tools rig. Oh, I had a Pro I mean, Tools rig. People go to schools to learn how to operate that yeah. thing. And it was so dense. No, I don't. I'm just using everything built into the uh, GarageBand app. What? And it's brilliant. I just, just now, this is awesome. Chris, Charles, George, you guys are killing it. Yes, we see the chat now. Yeah. You're the, I, you're the uh, first chatter. Okay. I have a, uh, I have an, uh, I did have an iRig, or not, not an iRig, I, I do have an iRig now, but I did have uh, a Pro Tools, 
thing, a, like a red, like a scarlet thing. And I was like, I can't fucking figure out how to work this thing. I ended up giving it to my buddy Andre because I was like, oh, this shit. is crazy. Really? Like, well, that's yeah, like that's what that M audio one. is right there. It's oh, really? Yeah, that's the uh, that's the same thing. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to record I have guitar. one of those. Oh, so, so no shit. Um, we talked about this on a podcast episode about a year and a half ago, but Kirk Hammett actually recorded a shit ton of stuff on his iPhone with an iRig. Yeah, and he and, lost and it. And he lost his phone. Yeah, it was lost like it all. months of him jamming yep. and coming up with songs from Metallica, and he lost it in some hotel. So some person out there actually has I know, all right? that stuff. I know, isn't that crazy? Could you imagine Some dude's that? got Kirk Hammett's phone, yeah. Kirk, Kirk Hammett's phone yeah. and he's like probably sitting on a gold mine. And But, it's I mean, what valuable. do you do? What do you do with that, though? Because once yeah. you announce that you have that, you're gonna get fucking dealt with, yeah, by the authorities or whoever. You can Their release legal it, team. like the dude who released Tommy Lee and yeah, Pam like put it all tape. online, like incognito kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's have you heard? Out there. Have you guys heard Grohl's story about losing his wallet? No. no. What's that? Uh, I'll I'll try to truncate it as much as I can. He's he's driving out to Las Vegas, stops to get gas somewhere in the middle of nowhere leaves his wallet at the gas station, arrives in Vegas. He has people, you know, FedEx him an American Express card and whatnot. Replaces everything, moves on with his life. X amount of years later, he's in another city shopping in a small store and a person working there said, did you lose a wallet in Las Vegas? (laughs) That's cool. And he says, that's cool. How would you know that? She said, my parents own that wow. that get that roadside gas station yeah. and they still have your wallet because wow. they look through it and they're like Dave Grohl. Wow. And so they he got in yeah, contact he's got with one them. Of those names, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Made yeah. A, got in contact with him, made arrangements to him. Wow. They they FedExed it to him and he said everything was there including the money. Yeah. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, yeah. But that speaks to the goodwill of people too. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. It does. But um, yeah, losing a phone, wow. I know, yeah. Right? With your music on it. Oh, I know. Yeah, as a rock star like that. Oh yeah, big time. All right, let's uh, let's get back to the to the news. Let's, let's keep back. Keep, let's yeah, keep moving. I bird walked us. Sorry. Oh no, that's all good. That's what it's all about. I love uh, actually, Valerie we have a little Bertinelli. chat thing. Oh yeah. Th- that, this is um. What a charming. Yeah, Valerie charming is person. an awesome. I think she was the yin to um, Eddie Van Halen's yang. I see what you did there. That dude was a fucking wild man. Yeah, and, and this lady looks like a, a ray of sunshine of like. Oh my! You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. Here's a picture of them too. There's Wolfie, there's Eddie, and there's Valerie. Yeah, nice. That's she's sweet. she's got a nice book out. Uh, yeah. It's called Enough Already: Learning to Love the Way I Am Today. So, I mean, she's got some stories to tell with Eddie Van Halen, but also like I think it's more of like how she's adjusting to her life now and trying sure. to move on. You know? Yeah, yeah. So. Definitely check that out. It's more of a it's it's an it's a memoir, you know, kind of uh, a piece for her, like talking about her history with Eddie Van Halen and yeah. everything, and kind of where she's at. Definitely, if you're a Van Halen fan, it would probably be a really nice insight as yeah. to kind of behind the scenes of why Eddie was the way he was with a lot of shit. You know, um, she probably tells it very uh, truthfully, and she just seems like a genuinely good person. Cool, indeed. Yeah, big right? time. Right. Yeah. Uh, Whereas his his wife that he was married to when he died just released a book that said, fuck you, he just married me. 
<laughs> yeah. Stop. Yeah. That's actually not true. But that would be funny. True. That would yeah. be funny. Yeah. Um, all right. So hold on. Before we get to this Tommy Lee shit, we'll get to that. We have uh, Miss Dahlia request in, in the chat here for us, guys. George, what was the first song you played on your first instrument? Then Charles, then Chris. Oh, okay. So, George, what was the first song you played on your first instrument? On my first? Well, if I have to go back that far. So when was that and what was it? Uh, I would have been about five or six. Okay. Making that <clears throat> 1975 or 1976 <laughs> for, for you younger folks for perspective. Um, I had, uh, it was a little kid's keyboard organ that had a fan in it. Oh, so yeah, you had to yeah, plug yeah. it in and this, yeah, yeah, yeah. this fan would start up. And um, I remember I could play, I don't know, I think it was Chris, like a Christmas song. Just the melody. Um, but yeah, that would have been my very first. Nothing like that. Charles, what was your first in- first song on your first instrument? Oh, man, that's a great, that's a great question. So uh, back when I was born... In 1943. 19 tickety mm. two. We used to say uh, tickety because of the war. We used to say thickety because of the war. 19 thickety three. <laughs> I first picked up my flute, and the first thing that I ever played was uh, Jesus walks with a stick in his hand. <laughs> and uh, and it was a beautiful melody. Wow. And and I still know today. Profound. It, it goes la 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 la. Mm. Wow. That's exactly how it is. Does it summon aliens? No, no, not at all. It does nothing. (laughs) It It doesn't even summon Christians. The first song I learned to play was Old MacDonald on the guitar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. When when I first started playing guitar, my dad taught me a song, and it was like a little Spanish melody. And uh, I, I still to this day I don't know the name of it. Oh really? That was, that was it. That's yep. cool though. It's just a little, yeah, it's a, little, a little ditty, little ditty, little. That's yeah. nice. That's awesome though. Yep. All right, check it out. The official trailer to the Hulu original, Pam and Tommy. Look at this kind of. They tried to recreate this photo here. Oh yeah. They did actually a pretty good job. I, I, I don't know. That's that's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty spot on. She's not if you're the nipple with the teeth as much as right. If you're casting yeah. a movie, that's not bad. The, the photo on the right's obviously the real one. Yeah. Photo on the left. He's kind of got the same kind of eyes and nose and mouth a little bit. Oh, yeah. That's kinda, the Winter Soldier right there. That tattoo's totally fake, you can see. But <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, I don't know. If you yeah. guys are into that, it's on, cool. it's on Hulu. It seems more of, it's not really music related. It's just kind of salacious bullshit, you yeah. know? So for those of you who are too young to know, um, Tommy Lee and Pam Anderson were people in the 90s. Famous people. And they're, um, they went on a boat trip and boat had trip some and they, uh, oral copulation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They got met butt naked and they did and it. And they filmed it on a, a VHS style. Yeah. I don't know if it was a VHS. No, it wasn't VHS. It was digital. Uh, they were probably balling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, like 97, yeah. but time, they had the yeah. digital one. Yep. Uh, but yeah, like he filmed himself basically, uh, you know, on the boat. Yeah. Having a good time. There you mm-hmm. go. That's on it. On the boat. So there's your education <laughs> on the movie. It was just two people 
who did it? Consenting adults mm. on a boat. Tickle that, fight. That's actually the name of the the movie. They were they were thinking about calling it <laughs> Two People Who Did It. On no, a, no. And it was actually on a boat. It was called The Implication. <laughs> the Implication. Oh. Because they're on a boat and yeah. they're out at because sea. Because of the implication. I, it's I actually, the implication. I actually have a, a boat and there's yeah. nowhere to go and. No, no shit. I actually have a YouTube song that an original song that I wrote and I put on YouTube. Called the implication. It's called the implication because Lalo said, uh, "I said, what should we call this song?" And he said, "Call it the implication." And mm. yeah, and from that episode. Oh, that would be a good like Dude, a stage funny. name or like you know Plucky-Asso, The implication. You know? oh, yeah. Like, yeah, the implication. <laughs> the situation. No, the implication. Yeah, or like yeah. a wrestler. Like a wrestler. The yeah. implication. The because of the implication. Implier. The implied pain maker is subtly implied. But he makes not pain. directly said. Come with me. <laughs> I am the implier. Check this I out. Fur things. My my Jewish listeners, listen. This is uh this will uh, make you very happy as the Kirsten and Grohl the Hanukkah sessions are out now and look at this picture of them as on a dreidel. Yo. Oh, love it. There's Grohl and Kirsten, Greg Kirsten. Uh, Hanukkah sessions. It's uh, they they do a bunch of really cool covers. It's actually a really cool collection. They do mm-hmm. Blitzkrieg, Bop, Copacabana, Jump, Take the Box, Big Shot, Train in Veins, uh, from the Clash. Really cool shit. Oh, nice. All all Jewish uh, artists. Exactly. That's cool. From the Ramones to very cool. Yeah, even uh, and then you know Van Halen. Um, yeah, Dave uh, Roth. David Lee Roth. He's very Jewish as well as Eddie Van Halen. Um, so yeah. Check nice. that out. All right. Very cool, cool right? Uh, all right, Tool. They had to make a statement. I don't know why. I think they might have got some flack online for having Blonde Redhead as their opening act. Why? I don't know. That's a great question. That's weird. But Maynard James Keenan felt the need to make a fucking post about it. And look at what he says. He says, quote, the approach or criteria I usually take when it's my turn to choose an opener. So... I already off the bat, I love how each member of the band gets to choose an opener. Oh yeah, that's great. So that's fucking yeah. cool, right? Yeah. So when it's his turn, he says it's diversity. No point in choosing something similar to us. Most are only here for the headliner anyway, right? But for those with open hearts and minds, I choose something I feel is compelling in its own way. Blonde Redhead is my pick for the upcoming run. Incredible melodies, complex, subtle rhythms, Mm -hmm. and non-traditional arrangements. But nothing like Tool and not meant to be, obviously. If it's not your thing, don't worry. What you came to hear will soon follow. But if any of what you hear resonates, Blonde Redhead have a deep catalog for you to get lost in for years to come. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So... Yeah, but you could tell that that was almost structured as like a a response yeah. to a criticism, right? Yeah, I'm I'm on I I follow Tool on Facebook, and there's a lot of people who are like, um, I mean this is just a side note, but still there's like a lot of Tool fans who are like, oh yeah, like they require vaccines to see their shows. Like I'm fucking burning my ticket. And I know, like, right? Like, are you kidding me? I'm like, they're you're like your favorite band in the whole world. I mean, if you're a if you're a Tool kind of fanatic, which you know, uh, you know, we are. Yeah. Um, if you're a Tool fanatic, like you 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 would probably like cut off like your finger to like 
go hang yeah. out with them for a while. Uh, sell them and make yeah, dollars. I definitely yeah, cut exactly. off the tip of my pinky. I yeah. could I could part with don't that. Don't go yeah. then. And, and I've I've actually seen Tool Live like I don't even know how too many times to count, but there's been a variety of people that have opened up for them that are like nothing nothing like Tool. And uh, uh and no, yeah, exactly. yeah, and that's the point. And I love it he says that. Sense. Yeah, it's, it's not like, meant to who be. Who cares? Yeah, yeah who and, cares? It's and, awesome. In fact, I think my favorite. The template that comes to mind for that would would be like what Bill Graham was doing, where you'd have like the airplane, Chuck Berry, yeah, yes, you know, yeah, and then maybe like a folk artist. Mix you it know. up. You're yeah. there for you know that the people are there for whatever uh, whatever artist is headlining, yeah. right? But make them like you know kind of see some other something that they wouldn't have maybe normally chosen. Yeah, and you're and never I gonna, like that. You're never going to please everybody all no. the time anyway. So. And it shouldn't be, I hate those lineups where every band sounds the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where it's I mean, like a three yeah. bill and every band sounds like, you know, fucking whatever. It's I, like, yeah. I mean, fuck band uh, 2000, 2018, Run the Jewels played on the same stage before Primus. Yes, and that's <laughs> and a great like, lineup. Run the Jewels and then Primus. Come on, guys. Like... And, and it brings if, yeah. I what I like about that is it brings two different crowds of music together. Yeah. Some people just come for the headliner or some people just come for the supporting act, right? Yeah. And yeah. then they're like, fuck the headliner, I'm out right. of there. Right. Yep, yep, yep. And we've done that a lot where uh, some of the uh, bands that are on the underbill are the ones that we're going for and the headliner we're like, We've seen them a million times. Oh yeah, big time. Who the fuck cares, yeah. right? Big it's, time. It, it could be some artist like, I don't know, Slipknot, but they could have like an obscure Norwegian metal band or something opening up for them. Yeah, like Avatar. Yeah. Or a Behemoth or somebody. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, I go just for them and not the, the main headlining act. Is what? Our no sound? telling us something. No. No sound all of a sudden to our voice. Uh-oh. I'm seeing everything right here popping and, popping and locking. Check, popping check, and locking? Check, check, check. It looks Jack. like we're good. I don't know what Dolly is talking about. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll, I'll. Why don't you confirm with uh, our confirm youth with expert, our youth expert Lalo, Lalo, who is not here today? It, it would be nice to see Lalo in the chat. Lalo, if you're out there, Lalo, yeah, give us a heads up, man. Hey, uh, we're gonna move on though. Uh, we're gonna keep moving on. Oh, okay, it's working now magically. Okay, because we've done nothing, so now it's working. Okay, great. But hey, big tour from Tool. If you guys are interested in seeing Blonde, Blonde Redhead, that's I, I would love to see them. Uh, I'm kind of bummed that we don't have tickets this time around. Oh yeah, it we is got we, we got kind of shut out. I think it's because it's a, a January show and it's yeah. a pandemic, and they didn't need promotion or want to do promotion. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's a risky thing. Yeah, and I I gotta tell you from a, a radio perspective, like I hate giving away tickets right now. Yeah, because. It's digital. It's a health check. It's through email, and like the it, the magic is gone or something. Like it's like I'm not giving people physical tickets anymore. It's like I'm sending you an email and you got to get a fucking health check, and you got to do it through your phone. And I don't know. It's just something. Something's different with it. Yeah. It, it feels like it's falling flat with a lot of people. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, Where's the Chase Center in the city? Chase Center. Um, it's where uh, it's the the basketball arena. 
it's um, they built it. It's a new place. Hmm. Chase Center is where the Golden Warriors or Golden State Warriors play now. Oh, okay, I've been there. Yeah. Wonderful place. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. a brand new venue that yeah. in the past like five years they built it. Okay, and oh, it's yeah. like a it's, great. Um, it's a sports venue but also a concert yeah. venue. Okay, Chase it's great. Center, yeah, it's great if you like twenty five dollar beers. Mm. <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. It's for fantastic. That. It is fantastic yeah. for that. Look at this tour though. They're going to Sweden. Ooh. Germany, all kinds of shit. Nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love it. All right. Perhaps a Check it out. Look at Sammy. Order. Hey, yo. It's Sammy Hagar, man. Oh, yeah. Well, we can't pretend like Sammy Hagar is here because people can see us now. <laughs> the gig is up. The they know Sammy's not up. here. But Sammy's been named the honorary tourism ambassador to Los Cabos, Mexico. Nice. So, I mean, he deserves it. Yeah. The dude's fucking been singing about it since the 80s. Yeah. Like he says in his quote here, he's got a great little quote. He says, um, being honored for anything in Los Cabos is the same for me as being honored in my hometown because I feel this is my hometown has been since the early 80s. Yeah. I will treasure this award, putting it right next to my Grammy Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. I will continue to do my part in bringing this one of the most beautiful places in the world to the rest of the world as your new ambassador of tourism. Very nice. nice. Very cool for Sammy. I mean, he, he genuinely is a good guy. We joke about him. Oh, yeah. But he's a fucking awesome dude. And he honestly just wants the best for this type of stuff, you know? Sure. So good for him. Did you know that they um, that they raised the speed limit to 57? No kidding. Because he can't drive 55. Yeah. Yeah. So now, now no the idea. speed limit is officially 57 miles per hour. That, that's beautiful. Yeah. It really is. It is. Oh, oh. oh. Hey, Burritos is here. Sound is cutting in and out. Oh, shit. Lalo's here. Lalo. Hey. Sound is cutting in and out. No kidding? Really? It's cutting in and out, huh? Oh. Okay. So. In a good way. <laughs> Hopefully, like a, in a oh, good you have way, a, like a DJ. you have a tremolo effect on. No, I mean, Hopefully, in a good way, like a DJ. Well, and also, guys, the sound is not what it should be because it's going from um, it should be split into stereo, and it's only going in through mono right now. So, we we should have the audio fixed by next time that we do this next week. Okay. So, if the audio is the only problem, then okay, I can live with that. Uh, that's fine. We're, yeah. re we're recording it perfectly fine. Make sure you guys check it out on our podcast. You can hear it perfectly fine. It's not going to be stuttering or cutting out uh, on our podcast. And that's rocknewsweekly.com, however you guys get your podcast. Don't worry about it. Um, all right, we got a real quick. Neil Peart, the drummer from Rush, two years ago today, January 7th. Well, mm -hmm. it was actually yesterday. Well, by the time you guys are hearing this, it was past Friday. Uh, Neil Peart passed away at the age of 67 um, he had brain cancer, which is like totally tragic and very severe. Uh, but he lived kind of just the last couple of years of his life without letting anybody know. Uh, it mm. seems to be that's kind of what happens when you have uh, some kind of a terminal illness. Yeah, like yeah. you're Chadwick just like, was the same way yeah, and you don't want people to know. You don't yeah. want to make a big deal out of it. You're a celebrity, blah, blah, blah. Right. He's, he's famously private also. He's also, yeah, yeah very much so. And I with mean, the band being dissolved, he had no reason to do press or release a statement or right. anything. Yep. And so tip of the hat to you, Neil Peart. Uh, Absolutely. One of the best drummers of all time. Giant. Mm -hmm. Fucking amazing dude. Yep. Lucky, lucky to have seen him. And I'm going to start saving now, guys, for my Rush Pinball Machine. Those are pretty sweet. These, what are they themed after? Yeah, so each one is themed after a different album. There is a Pro, Premium, and Limited Edition model 
Uh, Stern uh, Pinball Chairman, CEO Gary Stern, said in a statement, partnering with Rush, we created a musical pinball experience that every fan will want to explore. Incredible music, memorable toys, unique memorable uh, pinball action, and custom speech will make players feel like they're on tour with the band. In memory of Neil Peart, we have also decided to support the Neil Peart Research Award sponsored by the glioblastoma foundation as it researches cures for this deadly brain cancer so the proceeds from the um uh pinball machines are going to research brain cancer that's nice cool L lalo says the audio is all good except for brief choppy bits okay all right well Uh, oh yeah okay right. we'll, we'll see You've just been given some direction right. there. okay we'll see i'll do we'll do our best Okay, but these are uh, awesome pinball machines. Check out the little cool, uh, they got a trailer for it, and I want to show you guys the trailer. Let me uh, turn this music off for a second and show you guys. Oh, yeah, I already have the, the Rush trailer queued up, don't I? I do. Okay, check it out. Yeah! Ooh. Do you like pinball? Are we going to play pinball? <laughs> Ooh, that's cool. It's a time mm. machine. Oh, wow. <laughs> and the ball goes through the hole. <laughs> you got a multi-ball. <laughs> yeah. Rush Premium mm. Edition Pinball. $6,900 that Chris is going to pay for his <laughs> own sweat and blood. <laughs> they probably will. Wow, it's that. just gorgeous. It is fucking awesome, though. I love pinball. Oh, yeah. You don't no. see the video? Oh, you just oh, see us man. reacting to it? You, sure? you guys should see us That's reacting terrible. to it. That's terrible. I'm so sorry, world. Oh, okay, there it is, there it is. There it is. Okay, okay. hold on, we'll watch yeah, it again, we'll watch it, it again. Yeah! Okay. We'll react all over go. again. I'm gonna do the Rush voice again. Playing pinball. <laughs> when did you see Rush, Chris? Uh, I've seen him a couple times. Oh, yeah. The first time I saw Rush was in 2004 wow. in Canada wow. when I was at recording school in Toronto. Great. And I saw him at the Air Canada Center in Toronto. It's wonderful. It was fucking raining, and I remember standing out in line, and my buddy, we were drinking tall cans before we went to the show, and he's like, you gotta see fucking Rush, man. It's the whatever tour it was. I can't mm. remember what it I think it was the Time Machine tour, Okay. Now that, now that I'm thinking about it. And it was a big tour for them at the time because it was like their first album they had put out in a while that was really good, and it was like... Neil Peart got that custom drum set for the tour. They did this whole fucking, the whole nine yards, you That's know? Great. And it was it was awesome. And that same year in Toronto, I saw Judas Priest, and it was oh. the comeback of Rob Halford. Oh, It was okay. the, the Rob Halford comeback tour in 2004, whenever it okay. was. And, man, it was, uh, I remember that, I always tell that joke about how we were in the bathroom for that one, and they were like, some dude at the urinal was screaming, he's like, the high priest is back. The high priest is back. And everybody was like cheering and, and fucking hooting and hollering in the bathroom. It was so fucking funny. Oh my God, dude. 
That was great. I love seeing fucking shows in Me Toronto too. and Ooh. like just in general, but I mean like yeah. in Toronto, my God, that was so fucking cool, Sounds man. Amazing. Yeah. Have you ever seen Rush? Did you, did you ever get a chance to check I him did. out? I did. With Kurt. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. 97, we saw the Test for Echo Tour at the Shoreline. No opener. It was just the evening with Rush. They did the 2112 Overture. Oh, yeah. Um, the whole shebang-a-bang. Amazing. Everybody that's seen Rush, uh, you know, we cherish that, those those Neil Peart drum solos. But if you guys haven't seen it, refresh yourself because it's the two-year anniversary of the passing of one of the greatest drummers of all time. So, In fact, I yeah, – so obviously you're pronouncing his last name correctly. I, I didn't for a long time. Well, nobody was. <laughs> you know why? Because he's so shy. Yeah, you never press hear – so rarely. Yeah. He never – corrected you the don't world. hear yeah and you don't hear the interviews where they're saying hey neil thanks for joining us or whatever exactly. he's not giving interviews he didn't care yeah <laughs> i thought it was uh just pert neil pert like the fucking yeah. pert plus that's how we've like all been the shampoo it. from the 80s pert that's right but pure little squat green bottle yeah squat green bottle okay rock birthdays charles if you don't mind taking it away for a minute i don't Okay, well, yeah. you get power of the mouse. Nice. You can just use the little scrolling wheel. I have the power of the mouse. I'll be right back. All right. Steven Stills. A uh, Coke-fueled Steven oh, Stills? Co- no, no. It's no. not the same, is Heroin it? Heroin-fueled. If it's not <laughs> Crosby. That, that's how we got his name, Steven Stills, because he was still loaded on heroin. Mm. He was just relaxed. He had he rock real, chair in a big way. He's real kickback. Oh. Uh, he's the musician of Crosby, Stills, and Nash I and Young. I do love CSN and sometimes oh. Y. Yeah, 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 yeah. He is 77 years old. You know, Young him. didn't get inducted with CSN. What's that? They inducted Crosby, Stills, and Nash into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, not and Young. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, why? Yeah, I don't know why. Oh, that's weird. I mean, why not? Yeah. I then, mean, he's already in for himself, though. Yeah. You know what Stephen Stills in? You're an asshole for not standing up for Neil Young. It's not up to the <laughs> band. It's the, the Rolling Stone Mafia that handles all of that. Ooh, all I, li- stuff. I, li- oh, I like this one. Uh, yeah, Chris. Did, did we just skip over that Stephen Stills uh no, no, no. Story? No, no, I no, I cut that's it. Oh, it's just that's birthdays. all we got. Yeah, it's just him. Oh, I thought there was text that, that you were supposed to read in Chris's absence. No, it's just him. Well he's turning real the tri tip over or whatever he's doing. It, is he turning tri tip over? <laughs> I wish. Um so we have over here we have Chris Dine, uh guitarist Blondie seventy two, and he's very blonde. Yeah. For for being in Blondie. Yeah. So yeah. Is that that's a recent picture and they look great. They do. They look they awesome. Do. Nice. Um, let's see. Kim Wilson. That just won't go. <laughs> it just won't do it. Let me get to the little thing there. Uh, ah! Somebody call tech support. Uh, Kim Wilson, singer, harmonica player. Uh, the Thunderbirds. Fabulous Thunderbirds. <laughs> the Fabulous Thunderbirds. He is 71 years old, and it's not disputed. And he's got a he's got a harmonica there. He looks like uh, he's very serious. That's nice. He's either serious or he's 
He's thinking. God, he's looking at somebody in the front row, right like it, that's flipping him the bird right now. Like mm-hmm. you, motherfucker! I got a badass solo going on yeah, right now. I know, right? What the hell, like, man? What are you looking at? Oh, you, John, uh, John Paul Jones, a uh, bassist and keyboardist of Led Zeppelin. John he's Paul 76. Jones. Look at him! Hey, thank you, thank you very much. Yeah, he's a cool dude. He's actually fucking the, probably the coolest guy in Led Zeppelin, I, to be honest. Yeah. Is he? Love yeah. is playing. Besides fucking R.I.P. John Bonham, mm. I think the two Johns in the band there were just like the most down-to-earth cool dudes, and then Robert Plant and Jimmy Page, just kind of like the the Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley, if yeah. you will, yeah. Yeah. of the band, that kind of like pushed the other two, like kind of creative, like free spirit, not conforming type of dudes out of the band in a way, you know? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Don't like to speculate like that, but, you know. Who's next we have here? Um, Terry Sylvester. He's a singer and guitarist of our favorite death metal band, The Hollies. Hollies. Yes. 75. Disputed. It's disputed. It's disputed. And there he is posing with a guitar. He probably doesn't play guitar. He probably plays a um, flute, and he's standing right next to Lisa. That looks like a... No, that's actually Jewel. (laughs) Oh, that oh is it's Jewel. Jewel? <laughs> <laughs> it's Jewel? I thought that was Lisa. Yeah, Joe. no, it's Jewel. I nice. love the Hollies. It looks nice. like a digit. Doesn't that look like a digital like recreation of him or something? It, does. like, it like doesn't a, look like a real uh, photo. Like a standee. Uh, yeah. One of those cardboard yeah. cutouts. All right. Yeah, Joan Baez. <laughs> look at um, Dude, she's yeah. still fucking. Look at that. Yeah. She's still kicking ass. Yep. Uh, Folker, singer, singer, political activist, and uh, the inspiration for Forrest Gump's Jenny. Mm. Uh, she, she is 81. Mm. She is 81 years old, and that's awesome that she's 81. She looks great for 81. And then Jimmy Page. Look at him looking all like, you know what? Fuck you. Mm. Fuck you, everyone else. Uh, I'm plotting your death. Um, I, I would be happy if you all died. <laughs> uh, Led Zeppelin guitarist. He is 78 years old, and it's not disputed. It is not disputed. Nope. And he stole that. He stole his age from a blues musician. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. He stole 78 yeah. from a Ouch. blues musician. That's going to be my age. Uh, yeah, that's going to be my age. That's Let's a nice say. age there. I think I'll, I'll yeah. have that for my age. Here we go. He's 55. He's actually younger than I thought than I thought he was. But, um, you know, he does drink the blood of children. Yeah. So, so and, he and they did, yeah. He yeah. did dump a, his... Uh, the waste from <laughs> the tour, tour bus yeah <laughs> on the fucking on uh, a tour uh, boat down below oh yeah. he did yeah yeah metal grade bridge yeah all he, he we didn't always do yeah. it personally we always celebrate that anniversary here on the show whenever mm. it comes along that's right i always make a mention of it it's on the it's on the uh, the trivia yeah it'll be on the trivia i'll be like what yeah. band did this and we yep. know we know it's you, Dave. Look at him. Yeah, that's a, that's after he did it. That's the look he gave. All of the seed that he Dump spent your crap from crap. Me. How you like that crap yeah. on your head? Yeah. Crap on me. Yeah. Crap <laughs> into me. Yeah. All right, David Johnson, uh, lead singer. Johansson. Uh, Johansson. David Johansson. Oh, has he had work, or did somebody like? Photoshop that. Photo. Oh, no, that's He's that's him. And look at then. how like deathly thin he is. Wow. He's like yeah. very. Um, He's like a huge face and a small body. He, wow. he, he inspired the villain on The Incredibles. <laughs> Air, Air, uh, Bur- Burritos is asking Tommy. Syndrome? Uh, uh, where, where's Tommy Three-Tone been? Where's Tommy Three-Tone? Remember uh, Tommy Three-Tone? Oh, Tommy Three-Tone. 
That's I forgot about burritos. Tommy three burritos tone. asking about Tommy oh, three tone. Nice, dude. nice. Uh, that's Tommy three tone right there. That's, yeah, that is him. There we go. Actually, there he <laughs> is. Lead singer of the New York Dolls. Uh, <laughs> also the lead singer of the Goo Goo Dolls. Uh, What's his name? I forget the dude. I don't know. Johnny Resnick. Oh, Fuck yeah, there Mc you go. Fuck All right, let's move on to some uh, trivia, guys. Uh, this week in oh, Rock. And Lalo's not here to I know. do it. Yeah. I know. Well, he's in the chat. Yeah. He can still guess in the chat. Oh, that's right. So, Lalo, if you're in the chat, you can you can put your guess. Everybody can guess here. Uh, all right, so here's a trivia question. Oh, darn it. Darn it. <laughs> well. <laughs> shit. That's okay. Well, uh, Charles didn't see it. Charles didn't see it. No one saw it. I didn't see it. George already knew it anyway. Lalo, you heard him. Do the, uh, you, you get a guess here. Okay, here we go. So, this week. In 1969, guys, police at New Jersey's Newark Airport confiscated 30,000 copies of this album, saying that the cover photo was pornographic. What? Was it A, Frank Zappa and the Mother's Ladies' Choice, B, Big Brother and the Holding Company, Cheap Thrills, C, John Lennon and Yoko Ono, Two Virgins, or C, David Crosby's Erotic Cocaine Narnia Adventure? It's kind of an obscure album. Love it. Didn't get a lot of press. The The cover photo uh, of that one was a little wild. I love it. I think David Crosby was just sitting there naked on the back of um, the the Narnia um, animal. And yeah. he was doing some doing a little bump off of the tail. Yeah. You know, just kind of sitting there casually. Or, I have a fun or maybe fact. just the album cover. You, you have to, someone has to hand it to you like this because it's just covered <laughs> yeah. in, in actual cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> I have a fun fact about what's this. The, what's the fun fact? So back in uh, you know 1953, um, uh, I was visiting my uncle in in Britain, and uh, and I noticed that he had a closet, and in the closet was a door, and when I walked to the door, uh, there was a lot of David Crosby's. Um, wow, yeah, with fawn legs. Not a not a and, lion, witch in the war, yeah, but, and, in the wardrobe, and it, but and it I was David it was Crosby. No, but it was cocaine. Which is covering the landscape, and uh, and 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 thereforth uh, was my adventures for approximately wow. um, twenty six years. That's, wow, yeah, that's before, a long time. Yeah, before, yeah, yeah, exactly, twenty six years, and that was uh, David Crosby's erotic cocaine Narnia adventure. <laughs> yep, and they, they the the album essentially is is uh, named after my adventures. Wow, with David Crosby, isn't that something? Yep, but I'm still gonna go with C, John Lennon and Yoko Ono. Okay, two virgins. Uh, what is uh, is Lalo on the chat? What does he have to say on the chat? Uh, uh, Miss D is saying John Lennon and Yoko. That's the only guess we have so far. Mm, okay. Uh, but yeah, so, so Lalo's, prob Lalo's probably back playing his video games. What do you say, George? I recuse myself from recuse yourself. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure I you already know. knew. You already knew, and I kind of yeah. I kind of ruined it by sliding down a little bit. Oh, there's yeah. the censored album cover, John Lennon and Yoko Ono's Two Virgins album. This week, yeah, uh, was confiscated in Newark, New Jersey, in 1969. Uh, Thirty thousand copies of it. Well, and here's the deal, though. Like nobody really wanted to see them naked. No. Didn't. Yeah, nobody wanted to see them. And the naked. pictures are just kind of like, um, I don't know, like not, not very good. Yeah, <laughs> not very interesting. Yeah, not a not a good album. Okay, so here we go. We got we got another one here. This band performs at the White House in Washington D.C. 
at an event marking the end of President Bill Clinton's eight-year term in office. Mm. This week in 2001, was it A, Earth, Wind, and Fire, B, Dave Matthews Band, C, Fleetwood Mac, or was it uh, another choice that I will get to here? D, David Crosby's avant-garde jazz cocaine big band. Oh, I love that. Band. That was a different one. It kind of went on a different direction. Want to mm. do like a big band kind of thing. I love that band. Turned out it was just him uh, snorting cocaine off of a, a tenor saxophone mm-hmm. yeah. for two hours. With. Yeah. Yeah. No saxophone. music being played. Yeah. Through it. Just. And the entire time there was like this hobo behind a black curtain so that was just playing abuse. the blues. <laughs> He can't catch a break. He can't. He David can't. David yeah. Crosby will not catch a break yeah. on this show. You yeah. know, to to call back to Hagar just very briefly. Yes. I uh, remember reading that one of the quotes that he's given the press over time was they asked him, "Have you ever done cocaine?" And he says, "Oh no, no, I've never done cocaine, but I know what it smells like." <laughs> <laughs> Bravo! Well done. Nice. All right, guys, what do you think? Who was, who was there for President Clinton's uh, eight-year finale? Let's see. From 1993 to 2001, so. cool Bill Clinton got sent off by who? Unless Fleetwood Mac played his inauguration and at this event. The finale? I don't know. So, I really don't know. Normally, I would say D, David Crosby's avant-garde jazz cocaine big band, but I know that at that year and on that month, they were doing a guest spot on Sesame Street. Mm, so right. I'm going to go with B, Dave Matthews Band. Okay. And and it's probably the song Crash. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, wh- what's your guess, George? I don't know. I think for fun, I'll say Earth, Wind, and Fire. Earth, Wind, and Fire? Maybe because of the horn section? Who knows? It was actually... Fleetwood Mac, I have the photo oh, like okay. zoomed in no here. Way. Yeah, there's oh, Stevie man. Nicks. It was eight years later. They okay. did the nice. inauguration. I didn't realize they played both. And the finale. Yeah. They did Dreams, Landslide, Gypsy, Go Your Own Way, Don't Stop, which was the 1992 campaign theme. Oh. So there you go. Okay. Good old Stevie. Uh, Grammy's postponed, guys. Grammy's postponed indefinitely. Oh. Uh, not going to happen. No great loss there. Yeah, I know, especially in the rock world, so... Fuck you, Grammys. Who gives a yeah, shit? Yeah, who gives a shit about the Grammys? Uh, I love so, you just pass through that story like, ah, fuck the I Grammys. really don't care. Yeah. But I thought this was kind of interesting. Okay, normally I don't give a shit about UFC stuff or Dana White or any of that, uh, Logan Paul, any of that nonsense. But I thought this was U- Logan Paul using his uh, thing for good here maybe for a little bit. Oh, yeah. So he, he, called, he called Dana White out, and he, and he goes... Basically, so if you don't know Jake Paul, sorry, not uh, Logan Paul's his brother. Mm. Jake Paul is the younger um, They're both brother. Yeah. <clears throat> He's a YouTuber, famous dude. He's boxing now. And a lot of people in the boxing world and the UFC world are saying it's a disgrace to the sport. This guy's a celebrity. Why are they allowing him to do matches, right? Yeah. Well, he's supposed to be doing this big UFC fight, but he's not agreeing to the UFC fight unless, unless Dana White agrees to his list of demands. So check this out. He says, I will immediately retire from boxing. Like, uh, I'll quit this this altogether and what I'm doing. And fight this guy, George Masvidal. I don't know if that's how you pronounce mm-hmm. it. In the UFC, if you agree to, one, increase minimum fighter pay 
to 50K. It's 12K now. Guarantee UFC fighters 50% of UFC annual revenues. You made $1 billion in 2021. Wow. And three, provide long-term health care to all fighters. You previously said brain damage is a part of the gig. Imagine the NFL said that. There are many UFC alums who have publicly said they are suffering from brain damage, end quote. So... Whatever you think of Jake Paul, blah, blah, blah. I thought it was pretty cool for him to use this platform to kind of call out Dana White, like saying, hey, dude, you got a lot of shit you need to clean up here mm -hmm. in your own fucking house before you start fucking throwing, uh, what was a glass house, throwing stones or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, Dana White, he has, he has some valid points there. Or do you think he's showboating? Do you think this is all grandstanding? Well, no, uh, it originally started where um where he jake paul said that dana white um used cocaine right and then dana white said that jake paul used steroids to get where he is right now and right now um dana white is saying hey if you can i will take a a drug test for the next two years or for the next 10 years if you take a test for steroids for two years right and um and then jake paul essentially fired back with this and then um, Dana White fired back with, hey, you never answered my challenge. Right. Honestly, like, Jake Paul has a 100%. I hate I hate that dude, by the way. Jake Paul, he just irritates me. But he 100% is accurate here. Like, UFC fighters get paid nothing. And, like, unless they become, like, big stars, like the Conor McGregor type stars, like, they go in there and they, like, do their best and they get, like, nothing. And the, and the UFC is, like, a, you know, 100 you know, billion dollar a year industry or whatever, they can stand to pay these people right. like a decent amount for for fights, and they don't do that, it, and it and it's a, it's a fucking disgrace. So as far as Jake Paul goes, I really don't like him, but at least he's but, bringing attention to it. Yeah, right? at least he's bringing attention to it. So hats off, it, hats off to you, sir. Hmm. All right, I have no hats idea about any of that stuff. Yeah. All right, this is the last story of the week, guys. Uh, a man found a live frog in his box lettuce. <laughs> And decided Aww. to keep it as a pet. So Did he call it Jake Frog? Here's the, no, his name is Tony. <laughs> the frog's name is Tony. There he is. And so he bought this lettuce at a uh, Whole Foods, and the frog was living inside the lettuce. Wow. Mm. He uh, basically asked all his followers on Twitter, uh, how do you take care of this frog? What do you do? So he figured out that you need to give him worms, so he started collecting worms for it to eat. And on December 22nd, asked his followers whether he should release the animal into the wild or keep it. They all said he should keep it. And then Petco chimed in, saw that it was getting vi viral video traction or whatever, and gave him a $500 gift card wow. to help him uh, fund supplies for Tony. And on New Year's Eve, he had a new thing. Uh, he had this, I don't have a picture of it, but it was like a really dope setup of... Uh, new new stuff for the for the frog nice. oh so nice i thought it was cool for petco to like chime in on that can right? you go back up yep. to the picture so he spent 25 bucks on that and he spent the other 475 dollars on weed <laughs> that's not the that's why i didn't want to show that photo that's that's when he first got it okay that's it's when like, he first hey got man it. i found a frog the 500 dollars setup was actually pretty nice it was a full terrarium with oh, okay. all kinds of foliage and rocks and stuff in it so. all right cool anyway uh that's our Love last that. story of the week guys rock news weekly online instagram facebook twitter at Rock News Weekly. Make sure you guys give us a like and a follow. Check us out, rocknewsweekly.com. Thank you guys for tuning in for our inaugural 
Twitch uh, broadcast as well, as well as our uh, recording here for our mm -hmm. uh, regular episodes. So make sure you guys check it out, rocknewsweekly.com. Thank you for our five viewers right now. We went up to five viewers. I think we peaked out at seven. So five viewers. Thank you, guys. We appreciate it. And we'll see you guys next week. Tune in every week, all right? We're going to try and be consistent with it. And we'll see you guys next time, all right? Have a good one. Peace. Peace. Take care. Looks like Alala probably fell asleep. Are we clear? And now a message from one of our sponsors. Oh, hey, Charles. What's up? Oh, hey, Chris. Hey, Slugger. You look down. What's wrong? I don't know, Chris. Things just haven't been going well for me. My energy seems low. I can't focus at the office. I have trouble feeling powerful like I used to. My arms seem a little saggy. Yesterday, I stared at a bridge for six hours from the roof of a stranger's car. When they asked me to get down, I screamed the name Bette Midler at them several times. I just feel lousy. I don't know what's wrong. Well, I know what's wrong, champ. You do? Yeah. You're not getting enough fortification to those bones with the nutritional content in crow's milk. Huh? That's right, crow's milk. Here, try some. Okay. Mmm. <laughs> Thick. Sure it is. Crow's Milk blends the perfect amount of nutrient-fortified crow's eggs with dairy-based products we all enjoy. It's like a drink in a way, but in a way, it's not like a drink at all. Right, and the patented flavor and energy crystals resting deep inside that bottle of cool, refreshing crow's milk gives you the fight you need to pump those muscles up like a crow. Energy crystals like sugar? Sure, and remember, crow's milk is specifically designed to give you a unique charge of protein with amino acids that do something like science-y for you. Yeah, I can feel the charge right now. It really gives you an I-don't-give-a-fuck attitude. Well, okay. So, Charles, how do you feel now? I mean, I mean like, 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 deep, deep down? down? Really, really reach in there, you know, think about, think about it. it. Like guar lyrics, Chris. Yeah, good. Now go get them, slugger. And remember, crow's milk can be used as shampoo as well to help replenish those nasty hair follicles. Huh? Crow's milk, available upon request in most countries. Buy it today.